RuPaul, blame it on the edit from the Mama Ru album. Yes. Anyways, welcome back to the show. Yes. Here's some claps. I know it's been a minute, y'all. But we are back. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Sorry for that little delay. Um, welcome back, though. I was trying to get some stuff situated for my audio podcast, all right? So um, I just want to say thank you all so much for coming back to my channel. My name is Kay, also known as Khalif. i kind of been getting away from the K-Day whole thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can still call me Kay. That's still my nickname or whatever, but um, Khalif, Khalif Starks, Kay, whichever you would like, but it's your girl, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be back with a new YouTube video for you all, and I got some new hair. Y'all like my hair? I got my hair done. Excuse the makeup on my collar. I tried to get that off. Okay, but I got my little hair done. You know what I mean? So, yes, girl, do this for the thumbnail. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Beyonce. <laughs> Remember when Beyonce had that ponytail? She'd be like... Mm. Anyways, welcome back to my channel. I'm so excited to be back, and I wanted to get into some commentary about some of the latest celeb topics. Um, it's, it was a lot that went down in the last two weeks. It was a lot that went down in the past week and a half, two weeks or so. A lot going on in um, more of the, you know, the Black celeb pop culture world. So y'all know I got you with a little bit of light commentary there. Um, but first and foremost, some housekeeping. Please follow my Twitter. I'm trying to get my followers up on Twitter. I only got like 70 followers and I love all of them, but they don't be having enough conversation for me, okay? I be seeing all these excellent conversations on Twitter. Outside of the, you know, the stuff, you know, Twitter is a mess sometimes, right? But I want to have, I want to talk, you know? There are moments where I want to like engage more and I just feel like the people I love my followers, but they just, I don't know. We just not, it's not, I need, I need, I need new people. So if you got a Twitter page and if you like to chit chat on Twitter, hit me up, you know, follow me at Khalif now. That's K-A-L 
E-E-F-N-O-W. Same thing for the IG page as well. Also, too, shout out to my eight new subscribers. Thank y'all so much for subscribing to my channel. Y'all left wonderful comments on uh, my last video about... Um, how, uh, let's see, how uh, misogyny, homophobia, and transphobia intertwine. So thank you all for um, subscribing to me. I'm so honored that y'all are like really loving the content and the conversation. You know, me as a, a trans woman in this space, it's a lot to carry. I also got some negative comments on that video, but you know, I'm not going to give any people no light. But what I will say Y'all got to, you know, actually, let me not say that because trolls are going to be trolls, right? But putting yourself out there is something that is tough. It's not for everybody, but I can handle it. You know, the comments didn't phase me or nothing like that. I just don't want to give the negativity any more attention because last week I dealt with some things and I'll get into that probably in another YouTube video um, with people trolling me in real life. You know what I mean? And, and I don't play that. So that's something that I don't do. I do not do that. There's no reason why people should be finding my page comments and acting crazy on my damn page. I don't care if I'm trans. Y'all gonna show some fucking respect. Y'all are disrespectful. But that's enough for the trolls. That's enough for the trolls because I'm here for the people who I love and who love and support me, my new subbies. Sorry for that language there, but you know, people be trying you. And there are moments where when you're really nice, you know, I think sometimes the energy when you're a genuine, kind spirit, you know, sometimes people, they just want to come and try to, uh, but I'm not going <laughs> to, y'all better ask about me, child. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But for real, welcome back to my channel. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. And I'm going to try to make this quick with this commentary. First and foremost, let's get into some of the celeb topics, you guys. Um <clears throat> First of all, on my podcast, I do something called the Yes Queen Award. So that's where I highlight, it could be a celeb, a local person, anyone, any woman or femme who I feel like is doing their thing, even a non-binary person, you know, anyone who I feel like is like really doing their thing. I might not have a Yes Queen Award every week, but a Yes Queen Award is like a nod. It's like, a, yo, I see you, sis. I see you. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a nod of like appreciation and, and respect. So I want to give a Yes Queen Award to, and I feel like I've already given Megan the Stallion like two or three, but I'm going to say Megan again because Megan needs to be uplifted. And I'm going to probably talk about her in the majority of this video <laughs> and glance through everyone else. But Megan the Stallion has really been going through a lot with these damn shenanigans within the music industry and within hip hop and rap and just how the industry is. A lot of her peers are really disrespecting her like to another level to where it's to the point where it's just uncalled for it and it's disgusting. And it's dogpiling. It's people all being followers and not having their own mind. Okay. All right. But um, Megan gets a Yes Queen Award. So um, keep going, sis. If you see this video, hopefully one day you see this, but I just want you to know I am a hottie. And by the way, I try not to stand, you know, stand culture, in my opinion, is for like kids and teenagers. I am an adult girl, so I don't stand for anyone, but I do. I'm a supporter and I'm an objective fan of certain artists, you know, um, where we could we could look at things for what it is with certain people. You know what I mean? And um, also, too, but you can still enjoy their music, enjoy what they do. You know what I mean? So, oh, girl, her eyes, child. I don't know what's going on with these eyes tonight. I think it's too bright up in here in these lashes. 
Um, <clears throat> but Megan, you get a yes queen award. We'll get into you later. New music. Um, uh, Chloe, Chloe Bailey, formerly from Chloe and Holly, is solo now. This is her third single by herself from her upcoming album. She just released on October 28th. It's called For the Night featuring Lotto. Excellent video. I love how simple it is, but it still tells a story. Shout out to you, Chloe. I like For the Night. I'm not going to hold you. For, not for the Night had to grow on me. Okay, but if you all haven't listened, Chloe, she is signed to Parkwood Entertainment. That's Beyonce's label, um, which I believe is uh, they have like some sort of deal with Columbia. They're like an imprint under Columbia, something like that. But that's that's Beyonce's like sector um, label. And Chloe is like one of her leading artists right now, Chloe Bailey. And um, she has a sister named Hallie. Uh, also, and, and um, Hallie, she's going to be the uh, the newest. Uh, Little Mermaid playing Ariel, you know, the first black Ariel. So shout out to you, Haley girl, or Hallie, sorry. Shout out to you, girl, for making history. No, for real. Like, shout out to you for making history. This was a pivotal moment for a black celebrity, honey. This is this is shaking the girls up. She's getting a lot of controversy for that. But back to Chloe. Chloe for the Night is a great pop record, actually. It's like an R&B pop, and it kind of takes you back to that early... 2000s R&B. It sounds like a 3LW song, actually. Th that's kind of the vibe I get. I get like a 3LW, like Maya vibe from that song. Like a, you know, like that 2000s, late 90s, like R&B pop where it's super cute. It's it's also kind of Destiny's Childish a little bit. And I like that. Like this, it has a Destiny's Child vibe. So shout out to you, Chloe. You did a great job. I thought the music video looked gorgeous. Um, the song has to grow on me, but I actually like the song. It won me over. I love it. I think you're doing good. I think a lot of people are very hard on Chloe, and let me tell you why. They're hard on her because I think the biggest thing with her is that they saw her grow, and a lot of people say this. I'm not I'm not a new commentator saying anything new about this, but people saw Haley grow from, where are we? I think I just want to see what time we're at. Sorry, y'all. Child, hold on. Oh, hold on one second. Okay. Chloe used to be a child star, right? So I just think people kind of grew up with her. And I also think that the comparisons to Beyonce are kind of, you know, people are just, first of all, what annoys me with fans is that they keep looking for another, it's annoying. I think the industry wants a new girl, right? Because the, the girls who were um, current, they're already there. Excuse the makeup on my collar. The girls who were there, they're already there. Like the Rihannas, the Beyonce's, they've already had, you know, not saying their careers are over, but they've already been in the primes of their career to me. And I think, I think Beyonce is still in her prime. Rihanna is also still in her prime too. Although Rihanna has been gone for so long and, and sonically, I don't, and I love Rihanna, don't get it twisted. But sonically, I just don't really know where Rihanna fits right now. And we'll get to Rihanna in a second. But Chloe, she gives you that new refreshing energy. But I think that a lot of people get turned off by her because they just refuse to let her get out of the box. But also, too, I, I also think that she's experimenting and she's trying to find her sound. And I think that's just all that we're witnessing. Once again, she gets a lot of criticism for her overt sexuality because she didn't used to be that way. But if you all really study, all of the girls have done that. Janet did that. Like all of the girls, once they you know, kind of really come into themselves as young women, they get into the sex kitten phase. And that's another thing for another day, right? But I'm honestly not mad at it. I actually like Chloe. I think she can sing her face off. She's a wonderful writer. She also produces her music as well. So she has it in the bag. And I just think people have to sit back and let her do her thing. 
Just let her, I think some people get so caught up in a state, oh, I hate this artist, da, 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 da. but we gotta just let people do their thing, you know? So I can't. I, I really want Chloe's albums to come out. I'm ready for it. We have three singles and I'm hoping for the night. I've been streaming it, trying to help her get her streams, honey. But it's a really good record. The video is cute. And the good thing about the video is that she performed at a show. I forgot what show she did, but she was wearing a blue outfit. And this happened about a month ago where she was performing at a show. She was performing for the night for the first time. That performance was actually a part of the music video that just came out. So it's just really clever how the video came out. Shout out to you, Chloe. SZA, SZA's shirt video was amazing. A little violent for my taste. It was very violent, a lot of guns. I was like, why is she using all these guns? But I also loved how militant the video was. It was a militant video, very gory actually. SZA, like, she like blanks someone in the head. You know, I don't, I don't want YouTube to pull this, but she shot someone in the head in the video. That's so vulgar, sorry YouTube. You know, they be pulling us for everything. But she, you know, she did that to someone in the head in the video. And then um, it, it was a bit intense, but I like it for the cinematic like vibe of it. Um, whoever directed that killed it. Um, a lot of like messaging. It was one scene in the video where she looked at her shadow along a brick wall and she shot her shadow. So just a lot of violence. It's a very violent video and I'm not condoning gun violence or violence. That's not what I'm trying to say. But for entertainment purposes, I like the video. It's very aggressive and very militant. It's very, and I'm like, dang, this song got you feeling this way, sis? Like, dang. But Sis's pen came, oh, Sis's pen game is phenomenal, the way she writes. And um, overall, it was a good video. She also gave a lap dance to Lakeith Sanfield, honey. I loved that part. And then the end of the song, um, oh, and I also love the part at the very end of the video where she's like on a, on a boat or a yacht. And then she pushes this car, before she gets on the yacht, she pushes a car off of, um, what is it called? What is that called when you were on a, um, a deck? I think it's a deck. Oh, Jesus, I can't even think right now, y'all. It's so late. <laughs> but she pushes like a Cadillac off of the deck, you know, into the water. And then she looks radiant as hell. She's giving like mermaids. He's with the hair. And I just, I'm loving SZA's new vibe right now. I'm loving, I'm loving it. I'm loving her body. Her body looks great. Um, if she got something done, that's none of our business, but that body look good. SZA body look good. It look good, child. She, it look good. Um, Blind is the interlude at the end of the video where she has like the pot in her hand. I just, I love how aggressive it is. It's aggressive and I'm not condoning violence, but I, I actually like how in your face the video is. It's very in your face and I like it because it was so unexpected from SZA. So it looks like we're finally going to get, um, it looks like you guys are finally going to get a second album from SZA. You know, um, it's been a long time coming. It's been about, what, five years, 2017. So now it's been about, I think, five years. Wait. Yeah, it's been, it's been about five years. So hopefully in 2023, we get SZA's album. We need a second album from her. Control is legendary, but we need the next phase of her career. And she's been waiting for so long. And she's been charting really, really good and still going platinum and still winning Grammys with her singles and all that. So... Shout out to you, SZA. Good job. Rihanna, lift me up. Wakanda forever. I'm, I'm down for Wakanda forever, but I do not like the song. No shade to Rihanna. I love Rihanna. I do love Rihanna. I also understand that this is a soundtrack record. It's a soundtrack vibe. 
But I just, I'm not feeling it, y'all. I don't know what it is. I'm just not feeling it. And I know the reception hasn't been that well, but she recorded a video for it and she's been pushing it, right? Because we have to push it for the, uh, you know, the Wakanda movie that's coming out this week, I believe. Um, shout out to Wakanda forever and shout out to, uh, uh, what is it? Jay, ooh. Chadwick Boseman, I think that's his name, child. Oh, hold on. Let me not mess that up because I don't want nobody commenting like, girl, you didn't even do your research. Yeah. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Yes, yes, yes. You know, the song was an honor for him. It's a very positive song, but I don't know. I wanted more from the vocals. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think they wanted to give Rihanna this moment because she's ushering herself back into music. She's been gone for so long. So, but we all wouldn't hear the ratchet stuff. We wouldn't hear the fun stuff. You know, Rihanna's known for giving us good upbeat pop, reggae, R&B, hip hop, fusion. She's good for really making fusion with her in the sense of like mixing all these genres and giving you her own, her own thing. Like Rihanna definitely has had her own sound out of all the girls, in my opinion, just throughout the course of her career, she has been a leader with having her own sound. You get what I mean? So, but lift me up. I feel like it's more so just a teaser and, and it's, and it's, we have to just take the, I know, I feel like I've been reading all the comments and stuff online. We just have to take this as just, this is for the film. <laughs> Cause I just think everyone wants the album. I'm kind of like, girl, I don't want no sound. I don't want this, but I understand the purpose for it. And I do want it. You know, I'm happy that Rihanna's back in the studio. She's been working hard. She has, um, now Rihanna got into hot water. So let's get into celebrity topics. Rihanna got into hot water because we all know that uh, Savage Fancy, the fashion show was coming back on Amazon Prime. And um, Rihanna actually has her first male model, which is Johnny Depp. So that caused a lot of controversy within, over the last week or so, um, you know, because we all know that Johnny Depp had the situation with Amber Heard, the domestic violence situation with Amber Heard, in which he actually won the case. But he has been known to, you know, there have been multiple allegations, allegedly, you know, of him being abusive. And, you know, although Amber Heard lost the particular case and so forth, I'm going to be honest, I don't really know how I feel about that. I'm going to leave that alone. But Rihanna has caused a lot of controversy by having him in her um fat her volume four her fourth fashion show for savage fenty you know and, and it sparked a lot of conversation within social media for the fact that rihanna you know she had the situation with chris brown right um and then not only that we all remember how when ari fletcher you know the the socialite slash former girlfriend of money bag yo the rapper ari fletcher she made a lot of comments about dv i think about two years ago domestic violence two years ago and she had a deal with uh savage fancy and rihanna dropped her from her deal you know for being an endorser for the brand right so Rihanna's facing criticism because lately she has just been making certain moves that just kind of don't make sense it's like why Johnny Depp of all people? Personally, I think she's doing it just for controversy. I think she's literally just doing it to kind of have some shock value because um, that'll get people going, right? So I think when it comes to things like this, we have to promote it and make it hot. And um, outside of getting big names to walk on the show, which she's already done, I think she's just looking for another big name that's controversial because people are going to be like, why would you choose Johnny Depp of all people, right? Like, you are a survivor. You know, people have accused her of not really being true to survivors. So she's facing a lot of backlash um, for that. But honestly, I'm going to leave that one alone. I still like Rihanna, but girl, this is looking real funny. 
I love you though. I'm a big. I'm genuinely like a big fan of Rihanna. Actually, I I feel like I like everybody. I feel like I'm a fan of everyone. That's why people. People hate my guts because I genuinely am a music head and I, I listen to a little bit of everyone. You know what I mean? So, but with that being said, um, we're going to move on from that because that's a sensitive topic for people and I just don't have the energy. But Rihanna, what the hell are you doing? Okay, next topic. Um, <clears throat> Drake. So recently, um, Drake released an album with 21 Savage. I don't even know the name of the album because I refuse to listen to it. Um, when it first came out, I was like, I might give it a try because I actually like 21 Savage and I like Drake. You know what I mean? Drake is definitely doing his thing. But this is where I'm falling off with Drake. And it's not just because I'm a hottie. It's because of the matter of... So there's a song called Circo Loco. Okay? There's a song called Circo Loco. And let's see what time we have here as I break this down, you all. Okay, we're good on time. There's a song called Circo Lo Loco. And... um basically drake takes shots um and he does like this this weird lyric that in my opinion is aimed at megan the stallion it's clear as day that that would cause shock value he was trying to figure out a way to say it in a way where she would get riled up you know what i mean but it it was a subliminal to me it wasn't it wasn't just oh these girls are getting ass shots that was a clear shot to me. Like that was a clear diss and it was disrespectful as hell. But let's get into what he said. And I just, I send my heart to Megan cause this is bullshit. I'm just gonna say this BS of how, whew, anyways, the lyric in the Circle Loco song off of this new album that Drake and 21 Savage has. By the way, 2021, you're guilty by association. I get that we need shock value to sell albums, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. We, we got to talk about today's hip hop and how lazy it is for these male rappers. Cause girl, they just, these male rappers are terrible. I mean, look at the babies. He's over here doing buy one, get one for his ticket sales because he can't even manage to sell all his tickets. You know, he's been caught up through so much with Danny Lee child and saying stuff about people having HIV and sucking D in the parking lot at the concert, just a mess. And people are not going to his shows anymore. You know, so this is important. Y'all like my nails? Yes. So this is important. Um, this is important to talk about. Okay. But this is what Drake said. He put in quote unquote, this be lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. Now, there's two sides in this Megan and Tory Lane situation. You have the people who believe her, then you have the people who don't believe her. And for some weird reason, the industry has been, the men in the industry as well, they have been making it a point to diss Megan, you know, the ones who support Tory, such as the baby. The baby's been doing that. The baby's the baby uh, allegedly had sexual relations with Megan, um, where he dissed her in one of his recent records for his album that no one is, you know, checking for. But um, also too. Um, oh, sorry, y'all. Also, too, um, several others, it's just been this thing. And, you know, outside of her cat fight with Nicki Minaj, it's just been this thing of, like, people, like, coming for this girl. Like, people really going out of their way to diss her. And now, with, with Drake doing it in particular, and when I say people, by the way, I also mean the fans. The barbs have been coming for her. It's like everyone has just been, it's a mess. Poor Megan. Mm. Drake said that, Drake, I'm disappointed in you. And it, it, it has me just questioning your motives. You don't even have to do this. You're only doing it for clout and to get popular for a second and get them streams up. But he doesn't need it, you know? But I think 
I think, and it's so funny because me and a friend were chatting about this, you know, his recent house album, it didn't really, you know what I mean? I mean, it was hot for like a few weeks, but it didn't really, I guess it didn't have the impact that he thought it would. And his last few recent albums just haven't really had that same impact as his his earlier efforts. So I think for him, he's kind of like, honey, I got to get the people talking. But I just feel like he souped really, really low. Like, you don't, like, first of all, hip hop already disrespects Black women as it is. And that's another conversation for another day. It's another conversation, I know. Now, I know we PC and stuff like that, but I like rap music too. But it, there are, it is, it's rooted in misogyny and misogyny war, right? Um, but when you have a female rapper who is standing alone, um, and, I, and honestly, I think this is why Megan gets a lot of attacks from people, not only due to the Tory Lane situation. I think it's because of her look. I think it's because she's 5'10". She's a Black woman. She's not one of those Black women who's trying to be ambiguous, no shade. She's not one of those Black women who's trying to be ambiguous about her race. She's five foot ten. She's from Houston. She she really owns who she is, and she she has literally carved a mark for herself so early in her career. Now her career is so new. She still has to grow, but she had a really 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 impactful strong start. You know, for being a female rapper who wasn't trying to be the antithesis to Nicki or anything like that. And not to bring Nicki into this, I love Nicki Minaj. Barb's do not get in my comments dragging me. I'm a big Nicki fan, but I'm gonna hold people accountable. Nicki, that cat fight is a mess. But here's the thing, I can make space for a cat fight between Nicki and Megan as far as them being female rappers, right? I can make space for that. You know, both of them have been subbing each other back and forth. You know, they've been dissing each other. Nikki's been picking and picking and picking and picking and picking and picking and picking it. She has, and I love Nikki, but Nikki's good for Nick, Y'all know Nikki be picking, you know what I mean? But I love Nikki Minaj and I still support her. Um, and Megan's also been subbing back as well, you know, but they've been going at it because I listen to both of them and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, the girls are, huh. the girls are, you know what I mean? Um, but Drake, Drake didn't even have to do that. Like, what the, uh, Drake, what the fuck, man? Like you're so disappointing, and then he does he does Serena on the album, and I Spice Child. So clearly, and he also did Serena's husband. Clearly, this was just like a marketing ploy. That's all I think it was, and I, I just think Drake, he likes a good cat fight. You know what I mean? You know, and Drake is, he's always in girls' business. It's like, girl, like you ain't gotta do that, sister. Like. No shade. And I like Drake's music, but I'm gonna be honest, like when I heard that, I was like, you really, you gonna, you're, you're the Drake. Like, you don't even have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even have to do that, Drake. Like, at all. You just don't have to fucking do that. Like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Like, that's so beneath you. You shouldn't even think to do that. Why? And the fact that he made fun at a black woman, like, who, like, what if Megan would have died that night? You know what I mean? Like, I just think that it's just sad how she's being treated like that by men in the industry. She's going through the situation with 1501. They're always in court. They're always trying to block her from releasing her music. She just wants to renegotiate her contract, child. It's just a lot that she is dealing with. And I just, Megan, my heart goes out to you. And I just really, she already knows that she has fans, but I really hope that she just stays strong in her weak moments. Cause I don't know this person, I don't know her personally, right? But just just her being a star, but being a person, like that has to be horrible to be reminded of that trauma like that, where people are like dog, people are dogpiling on her, you know? And um, 
Megan, just stay strong. You're on the right path. I still stream traumas and I stream all her music. I'm, I, you know, I'm a ride or die. I'm ten toes down. Okay, like I, I'm a hottie. You know what I mean? But I also like all other female rappers as well, including Nicki Minaj. Nicki, you know, Nicki is that girl. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just really unfortunate because this situation doesn't involve Nicki, by the way. But what I will say is that I thought Drake probably did that in a way of like, oh, I'm loyal to Young Money or something like that. But then I was like, it's probably not even that. He's just looking for a moment. And, and honestly, I think that's all it was. But Drake, you don't have to do that. Sorry, my eyes, these lashes got my eyes feeling real kooky. I'm like, my eyes look fucking crazy. But Drake, you don't have to do that, Drake. You just don't. It's very disappointing. It's a fucking mess. Elon Musk is in negotiations, according to lovebscott.com. Shout out to you, lovebscott. I love you so much. Um, Elon Musk is in um, talks for making Twitter a complete paywall. So access to Twitter, how Twitter functions and all that. According to lovebscott.com, the story came out today that um, Elon Musk is looking to make Twitter even more of a paywall. So last week the story came out that he was gonna charge individuals for their verified check. The first price was $20 and after that it was $8. And he was going back and forth with people, it was a hot mess. But Elon Musk bought Twitter y'all and things are about to change. Over 3000 people have either lost their jobs or quit and uh, Twitter is hiring right now, but a lot of things are changing. Welcome to the metaverse, y'all. <laughs> Kathy Griffin, according to Love B. Scott, also got uh, suspended from Twitter for impersonating or making fun of Elon Musk. Kathy is known to, to shake things up and be a controversial uh, woman, honey. So shout out to you. Kathy is always coming in. Sh she's always coming in, shaking up the girls. <laughs> Kathy is a mess. We won't say what she did to number 45, but y'all remember that gruesome picture that she did of, num of number 45? That was a bit much for me, in my opinion. That was a lot. The gruesome picture that she did to president number 45, I'm not gonna say their name. Next. Um, mm, what else do we have? Uh, Megan, shout out to you. Megan, shout out to you. That's all I got for now. I'm going to make another video talking about um, a few other topics that happened this week. And um, I hope that you all enjoy my celebrity um, coverage so far. I know we have about two more minutes. I just want to say as I get into the next segment of the show, or just probably put out another video. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for supporting me and rocking with me. I'm going to record some more things. This week, it is uh, the, the first week of November, you know, so we are all here and we are all standing strong. And I just want you all to walk. Oh, second week. Sorry. Second week of November, child. November 7th. We just stay strong out here, y'all. You know, like it's, it's time to wind it on down. It's the fourth quarter, honey. We are officially in the fourth quarter of the year. It's time to you know, bask in and relax. You've, you've worked so hard to get here. Y'all know I'm good for motivation, okay? I'm good for motivation. But I want y'all to be mindful of relaxing and taking time and moving slow sometimes. You know, we don't always have to move so fast. You know, I always end my podcast with a good motivational, inspirational thing for my viewers because that's that's who I am and I love that and I love to uplift. Um, but please remember to like, share, subscribe, and uh Comment, if you're watching this on YouTube, spread the word, comment, let me know what your thoughts are on the topics I discussed. Uh, like, share, subscribe to, you, to the YouTube channel, share the podcast everywhere. Thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate you all. Stay tuned for more because I got some more stuff coming for y'all, but thank you so, so 
so much. Oh, also too, my last two videos got over 200 views, almost 300 individually. Thank y'all for watching. And always comment and let me know what you want me to talk about so we can really get the conversation going. Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Sorry, I'm over here looking at my computer, child. Oof, child, now my lashes and stuff is acting crazy, child. But um, welcome back, welcome, welcome, welcome back to my channel. Thank you so much for coming, thank you for coming. It's like hard looking at the camera and then I feel like my eyes look crazy and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm trying to look at the camera and I got these lashes on and it's late. But welcome, welcome, welcome back to my channel. My name is Kay, also known as Kali, Leaf in the Streets. Welcome back to my YouTube channel and my podcast, The Perfect Blend. If you haven't already, I want you to pull out your phone and I want you to go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitch, your overcast google podcast i'm available on nine platforms radio republic as well and podbean i think as well yeah subscribe to my show um if there are any topics that you want to hear on either my audio podcast or my youtube channel please feel free to comment below in the comments of this video with anything you want to chat about. If I feel like it aligns with me, I will definitely, you know, do my research and talk about it or just give my opinion and my thoughts on it and my sentiments on it, right? Also, too, I want to encourage you to check out uh, one of my recent uh, podcast episodes and visual YouTube videos that, I've did, that I did here on YouTube. It's um, an interview that I did with my friend, uh, Michael Castro, in which we talked about OnlyFans and their journey with OnlyFans and how that's been for them and sex work and so forth. So it's a dope, 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 fun conversation. I really, really hope that um, you all check it out. Get help, help your girl get the get the views up, like, comment, share, subscribe. It means so much to me. And for those of you who have watched, I want to say thank you so much. Shout out to my friend who was the first one to comment. You know who you are, Miss Nikki. I love you so much. And um, yeah, I'm all y'all know I'm always giving thanks. I'm a very thankful, I believe in gratitude and being thankful for support and like positive things in your life. So I'm one of those people. Sorry, y'all, I'm a little sleepy. I'm like, my eyes, ugh, child. But um, no, no, no. Thank you all for returning. So um over this last week, so I just want to say before I get into this next topic for this video, I'm gonna be discussing Dwayne Wade and his ex-wife and Zaya Wade and all of the the drama and craziness that's going on with that as his ex-wife files these allegations um against him that are disgusting and transphobic, right? But I also wanna um just explain the bigger picture of what's going on. But before I do that, I wanna say last week was fucking terrible for me. Last week was horrible for me. And it and it wasn't because of the videos I put out, you know, because people be in the comments saying stuff. It wasn't that towards me directly. But I had a situation um in the workplace, right? Where I was doing a virtual training and this training was um with cis woman predominantly who, I'm not gonna say too much because people might watch this particular video, although I'm not popular or anything like that. Um, but it, we were doing a virtual training about certain topics that you know discuss like domestic violence and things like that, right? And um, it was a presentation in which the LGBTQ portion came up with an LGBTQ presenter, right? um for a certain organization so forth right 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 right. i don't want to get too messy because uh, people might see this video in these spaces 
whatever, right? I'm just using this as an example as to what we deal with and why I was a little triggered last week. Just, just a tad, just a tad bit triggered. It was, it was a long week. It gave me a headache. But I had a situation in which um, two cis women made some transphobic comments towards me. I'm not victimizing myself or not like that. Every time we, I feel like that's even like me kind of gaslighting myself in a way, but I feel like every time we speak up about these things, people always try to invalidate what we experience as trans people. Um, who, who, you know, trans people who, who literally like live our lives and we're being authentic to ourselves. Um, I had a situation where basically before the presenter got to talk about the domestic violence and intimate partner violence that LGBTQIA plus people face, um, two cisgender women, you know, raised their hands and they were like, hey, we feel that, you know, trans women are basically liars. This is what they said. I'm paraphrasing. They were like, you know, we feel that trans women are liars and that basically um, they're really men and that's why they experience the violence that they experience. That's what was said, right? And immediately when it was said, you know, I handled it with class. I addressed both of them because it was myself and like three other uh, trans and non-binary people in this particular training for work. You know what I mean? So, um, and mind you, these are not coworkers of mine. We all don't know each other, so... I'm safe. Like we don't, I don't even know these people and like, you know, outside of that setting, but I'm going to use it as an example as to, you know, what we still deal with to this day. And honestly, how we are still, we still have work to do, but it, it just, it, it showed me that people are still very, very, very transphobic. Right. And, you know, people often wonder why trans people speak up the way that we do, why, why gay people speak up the way that they do against homophobia, why all of, I call us the rainbow children child, why all of the rainbow tribes speak up about things that offend us, rather you're non-binary, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, gender fluid, you know, whoever, whomever you are in the rainbow children child. There are moments where you interact in these different spaces in life in which people have their views, right? People have their views. They have, they feel how they can feel, right? But my issue, and this is why I called both of the women out, I was just like, I get that I can't change how you think because that's ignorant, right? So I told them, I was like, you know, that's very ignorant what you said, but do we want to take this and have it as an educational moment or are you just going to be a bigot? I was like, you know, because I just want to encourage you to be critical about what you're saying because you have, open up your mind to the fact that trans people are human and, and we go through things. We, we deal with relationships in which we don't have, you know, certain protections and laws and regulations that even protect us if we experience domestic violence or any type of violence, right? There are, to this day in 2022, even if you're in the most liberal of places, such as in New York or Atlanta or wherever you are on the West Coast of Cali, whatever you, whatever, wherever you are, LA, whatever you are, there are still not a lot of protections for trans people. It's just not. Trans non-binary, if you fall within that sector, I love this here. If you fall within that sector, it's, it's tough, like dealing with situations with DV and stuff. So I was really offended because this is this is a 40-hour training, by the way, where we meet twice a week and you spend five hours twice a week, right? So I was so annoyed because we have sat through, at that time, we said about five presentations in which other uh, identities and minorities got to express DV from their perspective. You know, there's different forms of domestic violence and so forth, right? But when it came to the LGBTQ portion, I just was very upset because I was like, the presenter didn't even get to fully present. And both of those women said those things. They basically said, hey, 
trans women are really men. That's why they go through what they go through and that's it. And I was like, that first of all, you're erasing trans a trans woman's because they were specifically talking about trans women they weren't talking about nobody else this wasn't about nobody this wasn't about nobody else they were particularly talking about trans women not trans men nothing like that but i still was like first of all you are erasing this this trans person's this trans woman's identity and you are misgendering her right second of all you got to be critical about what you say. You have to be socially aware of who's in the room because I'm in the room. We got several other people who are in the room and we have all been supportive of you, of, of y'all cisgender women in this space. And we have allowed y'all to, we've been supportive. You know, we understand we're not, it's not that type of vibe. Like we're not competing about who you're doing. And I called both of them out because I was like, you know, you're doing an oppression Olympics type bullshit. And you're also invalidating myself and other people who are in this room. And it's like, on a personal level, I'm not going to get too personal, but it's like, you don't know what any of us have dealt with in our lives for you to even say something like that, even if you think it's true. Check then, gave them the floor to, to talk about it. One of them was like, well, it's just facts and I'm doubling down on it. So I got a little quiet you know, talk to the leader and the director of the org and all that. And they were, you know, full of BS. And I'm going to say it full of BS, complete BS child. But, <laughs> you know, they, they, we came back and tried to talk about it. They still didn't want to talk about it. And um, that was that, right? And, you know, we only had literally like one or two allies who actually like spoke up for us. But leadership is terrible. Things happen in life. But I share that to say that transphobia is not okay. And I just think that this is why, but what but what I'm learning is that it will continue to happen, unfortunately, because it uh, transphobia is still very alive. <laughs> it's still very well. And I think that sometimes we, us who are more in a safer area, and this is where I can acknowledge that. I'm like, okay, well, I live in a relatively progressive place. You know, I'm kind of in a bubble now. I didn't used to be in a bubble growing up, but now with me, curating my life and putting myself in spaces where I'm comfortable, you know, trying my best to not put myself in spaces where I'm uncomfortable or I have people making me feel some type of way or people who are outing me or people who are trying to weaponize my identity against me or people who are trying to invalidate me, right? I think I've, by the grace of God, I, I've been able to, um, I want to file my nails as I do this, sorry, y'all, because one of my nails is longer than the other. But by the grace of God, I've been able to I have been able, I hope this doesn't annoy you. Maybe I should do an ASM, ASMR video, an ASMR video of me of doing my nails if you all are into that. I'm sorry, I was checking the time. But, you know, now I'm kind of in a bubble and it just kind of reminded me of, you know, how much more work we have to do. And it hurt me in that moment to speak up. And I'm not even like trying to be some fake advocate or something like that. Like that really bothered me and it broke my heart because it was just like, damn, like we can't even have our moment, girl. Like. You can't let the kids just talk about what we go through. When I say the kids, I mean the LGBTs, child, the rainbow. Like, you can't let us just talk about the real stuff that we deal with because your head is so far up your ass and you think you're the only one who experiences violence at the hands of men. Oh, and also, too, when we talked about it the second time, I told them, I'm like, first of all, you're wrong. And I just want to give you the floor so we can have an educational moment. Maybe I was asking for too much, I think, because I was caught off guard. So, I'll, you know, I'll call myself out about that. These are so pretty. Oh my God, these are so beautiful. I'll call myself out about that. But um, 
I told him, I was like, you know, first of all, you are wrong. And basically you're a part of the problem. You're upholding, you're upholding abusers and people who cause harm and patriarchy. Like you're fully invested in that as a woman. It's, it's just a shame that you don't even see that, that your head is so far gone up your fucking ass and you're being a fucking bigot right now. But I encourage them to be bigots. So I share all that to say, now, this doesn't fully relate to the Dwayne Wade and Zaya Wade situation, but both of these situations happened at the same time. And it just, it was really exhausting because I was just very important. I was, oh, can't even talk. I was very disappointed in the Black community because when we're all on our phones, when we're all on our phones or whatever, and we're looking at these blogs and stuff, we're all looking at the popular blogs. No need to say their, their names, but we're all looking at these popular ratchet ass blogs that often have good content sometimes and some of the content most of the content is toxic right there's usually not, nothing really positive on these blogs you know because the goal and no shade to the blogs i like the blogs i think the blogs have a function right but there are moments where and it's not even the blogs fault it's the people who are watching the blogs on what they're saying behind their phones um so last week the story broke that uh, Dwayne Wade's ex-wife uh, went to court and filed some sort of motion to stop um, Dwayne Wade uh, from allowing uh, Zaya Wade, his daughter, and their daughter with the ex-wife to transition and go through with her whole transition process, name change, et cetera, right? Um, she stated that she feels that he is doing it, paraphrasing y'all, that he's doing it for allegedly for financial gain and that he's also trying to force a sex change on Zaya, you know, his uh, their child together, right? It was so exhausting reading those comments because the Wades, which is Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Wade, Gab Gabrielle Wade, ugh, damn it, Gabrielle Union Wade, <laughs> um, Dwayne Wade is a famous basketball player, you all, and he's married to um, now his current wife, um, Gabrielle Union, um, who's an actress, wonderful woman, you know, plays some good parts in Hollywood and stuff like that. But Gabrielle Union Wade. Anyways, um, this story shook people up, you know, because within the Black community, the Black community just has so much work to do. And I just think that I just became very exhausted seeing all those comments of like, yeah, that's right. Y'all trying to force that on that kid. And people keep like demonizing trans people. And it just broke my heart because these are Black people who are the same skin tone as us. And I, we just have to stop and look at what Dwayne Wade represents for him to be a cisgender Black man. And for him to be a black man, I'm not gonna I'm gonna use layman terms. For him to be a black man supporting a trans his trans child, that's something that you don't see publicly, let alone, let alone with a black celebrity. Black celebrities are good for like being quiet about stuff and not really trying to cause too much trouble, or most of them are pretty like flimsy, or I don't want to say flimsy, but most black celebrities often are very invested. Oh, I might get some backlash for saying this, but I will say I'm just being critical. I'm just using my, my little critical analysis here. I do think that there are a lot of times where Black celebrities just kind of go with the status quo because they are a celebrity. It's like a lot of them don't really push the grain. And if they do push the grain, not even just Black celebrities, celebrities in general, if they do push the grain oftentimes, it's usually done for marketing and so forth. Even if it's still a genuine thing that the celebrity cares about, it's still used to help their business. And, you know, because if you are a famous person, you are an entity, you are a product in some sort of way, depending on what type of fame you have and what you are putting your name behind and what your name is and, and what your name carries, right? 
with that being said, I just think that it's for trans people and LGBTQ people, but trans people specifically who can relate to not having our families, not having our family support. When you look at the stats of what Black LGBTQ people and Brown LGBTQ people of uh, LGBTQ people of color predominantly go through once we transition for trans people or once we come out the closet for gay people or bisexual people and so forth um, and non-binary people as well, um, we deal with a lot of challenges. We deal with a lot of challenges from our family. It affects our housing. It affects our education. It hits us in all these different ways where it's really hard. And a lot of us, and this is not all of our story. I can't speak for everyone because there are some Black individuals in the Black community who have supportive families. Like there are some sailways running around, right? There are some... Um, Black families, for example, EJ Johnson um, and uh, Magic Johnson, you know, Magic Johnson fully supports EJ, right? So there are some Black families that are progressive and they support, but the dominant conversation is this, it's just this constant tension between LGBTQIA and Black cis heterosexual people. And what I want to say is that, first of all, I just think it really pissed me off because he's not forcing a sex change on Zaya just because he is supporting her transition and he's just listening to her saying, hey, I support you. You want to transition? I'm listening to you. I'm still your father. I got your back. Like he's just supporting his child. But no, I just want people to know that like in the state of California, you cannot legally get a sex change until you're the age of 18. Okay. So that's something that is fact, right? And I just, it just annoys me that like, particularly the black community as a whole, the ones who are not who are not the progressives, right? I don't even want to make it just a political thing, but the ones who are just not open-minded, right? It's constantly this thing of like demonizing trans people, gay people, LGBTQ people. Um, and I just think it's a thing of like, what I will say is that it, in this conversation, when I was like kind of reading the comments and, and it's giving me a headache, I think it's also a thing of some people feel like, oh, because they is 14. So they also feel like, and this is what the other side feels. I don't feel this way. But the other side feels, oh my God, it's too early. Like you, you're you 14. Like, are you sure you want to transition? Like, those are some of the comments that you see. Like, how could you let your child go through this? They don't even really know who they are, you know? So there's that mixed energy as well. So there are some people who are kind of in the middle of like, uh, I support, but not really. And then there's some people who are just flat out transphobic, like, nah, you're, you're causing harm. And they're using it, painting him, painting Dwayne Wade, as he's literally forcing, like Candace Owens trifling ass came out and she was like, oh my God, I just saw a statement that she released on her social media where she was saying, and I don't even follow her by the way. She was saying that basically Dwayne Wade is forcing mutilation, trigger warning, sorry for my trans watchers. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry for that trigger warning. But that Dwayne Wade is forcing that on um, Zaya Wade and it's, and it's, and it's, it's disgusting and so forth, right? A lot of people are dumb when it comes to these conversations. And I just really wish that people would create space for that, that young, you know, trans child who is, you know, growing in self, right? I'm sure that they've had conversations, but the child literally is not medically even transitioning. Y'all, y'all gotta calm down. So it's just, I don't know. And 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 let's say if let's say if Zaya didn't even transition, let's say if Zaya was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a gay, you know, cis guy or whatever. You know, let's just say hypothetically if Zaya, you know, pre-transition was like, you know, I'm just this, support me. Uh, black people, we could just be so critical. And I just want us to do fucking better. It's just very exhausting. And it just really put me in a space last week 
And it gave me a headache, you know? So shout out to you, Zaya. You know, Zaya deserves protection. Dwayne Wade did respond to his ex-wife. Um, he called her out for the multiple allegations. Now the wife went and did this in court, but she hasn't even seen Zaya in 10 years. Let And, and also uh, Dwayne literally exposed her. And he, I think he deleted his Instagram because like, I couldn't find it no more job. But he also said how, you know, first of all, you, you haven't even seen your daughter in 10 years. 10 years ago, you tried, you tried to do the same thing about something else that had nothing to do with her gender. 10 years ago, when Zaya was four years old, you tried to do something else. Um, where you were coming out with all these allegations and lies against me and my character. And not only that, um, Dwayne was like, you know, you don't even mention how she's doing good in school. She's a straight A student, how much she wanted you around and how you have promised to come see her. You didn't even come see your child. You didn't even do nothing for your child. Yet you're trying to be in court about this for some fame. And you're saying that he's doing it for, for financial gain. Dwayne Wade doesn't even need the money. It's just so annoying. Oh my God, it gives me a fucking headache. It, it really does. It really, really does. And I don't think it's an issue for allowing a trans teenager to transition um, and not even medically because people keep forgetting that you also have to, when you transition, you're transitioning socially as well. That's with the dressing and the clothing and all of that. You know, you're socializing yourself, you're expressing yourself, right? And I don't know. I just, my heart goes out to Zaya because I remember being 14 and knowing who I was at that age, but, and, and, and I don't want to get too personal because I don't like a lot of people in my personal business. And, you know, I might give y'all something on Patreon about a more in-depth story about my life, but I don't really like to be all in my tea like that. But what I will say is that I remember being that age and feeling so like confined. Right. And I already knew that I was a woman, like a girl or whatever. I already knew that that was something that was there. I already knew, like it was something that that was innate, right? I already knew it, but I remember like not having that family support and wanting so badly to transition because also too, the earlier that you transition, the better the results are when you transition, right? And you know, it's easier to socialize and so forth in some cases, especially if you have a family. Um, but looks wise, you look better too. You know, the earlier the better, you know, because transition is a second puberty of sorts, right? So um, you know, trans people deal with that, you know, um after they usually face their first puberty, right? Um and if you're medically transitioning with hormones without surgery, right? But if you're doing it with hormones first, it is like a second puberty. It is, it is in a, in a big way. But I just think my heart goes out to Zaya because it's just so disappointing. And I just, I feel like they just need to like really do better. And um, not Zaya, but the mom, it's just like, this is such a mess. And um, yeah, it's a mess. But Zaya and Dwayne and, Ga and Gabrielle, I just, I really appreciate how they are an example. And by the way, what, when I when I bring up the Black community, I'm a Black person. I don't hate being Black or nothing like that. So none of you get in the fucking comments talking about this is anti-Black. This is not fucking anti-Black. There are some Black people who are bigots and it's okay to just fucking say what it is. Um, we, I'm not going to do this whole debating with you motherfuckers about religion and politics. I'm not doing all that with you. You're not, if you're in my comments, your ass is getting fucking blocked for that, right? We all can have our opinions. We can all have our views, but it's like when people are lying, trying to paint this guy as like a predator, y'all are taking it too fucking far and y'all play into that narrative about trans people. Right. So I might get I might get some pushback. I might get some crazy comments in my comments. But if you get in my comments showing out, you're going to be fucking blocked. You're not going to be up here talking and disrespecting me. I already went through that shit last week. And 
I've been lighting people up, child, on my socials, okay? So, you know, but, you know, people can have their opinions all day long. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with supporting a child who's trans, even if you're not Black, Latino, Brown, Latinx, white, whatever you are. I think that most, what people have to understand is that trans people are so marginalized. And and as we have this conversation, I'm not trying to be the trans savior. I'm not. We already have girls who are that. I feel like there's a lot of responsibility, no shades to them. I love what they do. I think they're doing great. You know, some of the advocate girls, right? This is just a conversation that we're having as people. And I think I think my goal with bringing this topic up is just to humanize us, you know, and um, give give validity, give give valid, give validity to our experiences, our real, our real, our real, our real, our real experiences, right? You know, um, it's just it's crazy, you know, what's going on with them. But you know, they have my support. And um, if you are in my comments talking shit, leave my page. You don't have to be here. Um, someone was in my comments talking about, tell me why. Someone left this crazy ass comment. And let me, I'm trying to not give y'all too much energy because I'm not trying to participate in that. But they were basically like, tell me how a man could be a woman. You know, I, w- I won't believe you until you can show me this. Why are you on my fucking page? You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to interrupt this party, girl. Y'all could do whatever y'all want to do, girl. But y'all trying to read and be cute in these comments and you will get read back, girl, if I have the time and if I feel like it, right? But don't do it. You're just going to get blocked, girl. We can have a blocking party all day. I just don't appreciate the disrespect, you know? But shout out to you, Zaya. Shout out to you, Zaya. And, you know, you do have people who advocate for you and support you. If you're on YouTube, I know that she is protective of her energy and herself. And it's just so beautiful to see a Black family supporting their trans child. That's something that you just don't fucking see. You know what I mean? So to have that existing now, it just shows you like how far, you know, we've all come in a way. So it's, it's not like totally bad. I just think that I get, with, 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 within our intra community, you have the conservatives, then you have, then you have the ones that are progressive, then you have the ones who are in between where they're kind of like half-ass progressive, half-half-ass conservative, you know, in some ways, which in a way I feel like all of us are kind of like that in, in some instances, depending on, you know, political beliefs and things like that, which we will not discuss on my channel. But what I will say, sorry for burping, I support y'all. And um, that situation was crazy. Uh, before I wrap up, Takeoff also died. RIP to you, Takeoff. My thoughts on that with Takeoff is um, it's very unfortunate. It just seems like it was a situation that it, he he got uh, he got hit, hit with a stray bullet. <clears throat> and they said that they were playing dominoes or something like that up in Houston somewhere, you know, and it was just one of those random situations. So, you know, RIP takeoff, that was such a shocking thing. Last week was crazy. I think that happened last Tuesday, I think, or last Monday. Woke up Tuesday hearing that information. I was like, what is going on? Last week was intense. I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what was going on last week, but last week it was just like negative. It was negative in every way. Oh, it was such a negative week last week. But we don't want negativity. We want positivity here, right? So as I wrap up, we have a few more minutes left here. Um, y'all know I always give a little. Imp- I'm gonna give more inspiration as I wrap up this this uh, video and audio podcast episode. Like I said in the previous one of episode 65, um, stay encouraged. You know, stay strong. Keep your head up out here. It is November. We should all. It's quarter. It's the fourth quarter. Okay. So what I did in January of this year is I wrote out a list of like goals. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in that because people often fall off with that. I just write goals, right? 
So um, I made a list of goals and, you know, I just encourage us, if you have goals, check in. And if you don't, you can write new goals for November that you want to do. Like I still have my old goals from earlier this year and I have my new goals for what I want to do for the remainder of the year. And some of my goals I didn't hit, some goals I did hit, but I'm really proud of how overall throughout the year I've been getting things done. And um, I want you to be proud of yourself too. It's November. I want y'all to just like be proud of yourself and how far you've come. Um, wherever you are in your life, rather you're like trans and you're watching me and you're getting some inspiration, you're just starting your transition, or you're a, a regular old degular, you know, cisgender, aka bio person. <laughs> I know people, that's like more of an old school term, like they call them like biological girls, you know, things like that. It's problematic, it is. But if you're just anybody watching this content, like, be proud of where you are today. Take it one day at a time. I know we're all going through it. We all got like our own through it, sorry, <laughs> through it. And we we all have our own things in life going on, our own mental health issues, all types of things like that, right? So um, just take it one day at a time. Take it one day at a time. I fucking love this hair, bitch. This hair is cute, girl. <laughs> this hair is cute. Yes, this hair is cute, honey. Um, yeah, but take it one day at a time. Be gentle. We, let's just be gentle with ourselves in November. My message with November, slow down. That's our message. We've been going hard in 2022. 2022 has had its challenges. I voted today. Voting day is tomorrow. Get out and vote, okay? Oh, I'm glad I said that. <laughs> Midterm elections are real. Your your um, What's going on in your state is very, very real. You need to take it seriously. I don't care if you're not political. You better act political, girl. Honey. Research your voters guide in your area if you are on the liberal side of things, but take advantage of that. Don't just sit there. Even if you don't understand politics, you do not have to understand politics fully to still be informed. If As long as you know how to read and write, you'll be okay. Take your ass to the polls and vote. It's November 8th tomorrow. Actually, it's already November 8th. <laughs> it's late here. Um, but, you know, we all have to know what's going on in our communities and within our states and things like that. And I'm not even a political girl. I'm not. That's not my thing. I'm not. Shout out to Amanda Sills. I'm not Amanda Sills. I'm Khalid Stark's child. You know, some people, that's their thing, right? But I still feel like we can contribute, you know, because these things still affect us. Like, we are still disadvantaged, right? If you're a working class person, person of color, LGBTQ person, you have no business being a goddamn Republican child, okay? <laughs> girl, okay? Let's just be realistic about where we are in this world, okay? Go ahead and vote. And um, take advantage of that and, you know, use your voice and, and cast that ballot. Even if you're tired, I understand. Thank you all for watching. This was so fun. Like, share, comment, subscribe. I appreciate you all so, so much. Drop down below. Tell me what you thought. Comments. I embrace them all. Thank you. No negativity. Bye.